talk. I gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Blunts and Coffee. It's your host, Pat. What's happening, everybody? Man, what's good with you? It's Will, live in effect. Good morning, it's Ken. How y'all doing? We're back for another uh, episode. This is season two. We're going to be back at it, man. Uh, wow, I mean, it's, we recording this on Halloween, but we ain't in no costume, so we ain't feeling the spirit. Yeah. But, man, we got another amazing episode for you guys in store, man. And uh, I guess the way I want to kick off this episode with y'all, man, is telling you guys a little work story that I experienced this past week. And so just to, just to fill you guys in, man, I was at work and I noticed two of my colleagues who I came into the, the company with were quitting, right? They said, you know, they was walking away from the company and this one girl was telling me why she was doing it. And uh, in this industry that we work in, you know, entertainment is like turnover is a hot, you know what I'm saying? Because it is a lot of work. It is a lot of pressure, right? And what she was saying was, you know, it was work was causing her anxiety to, to rise. You know, she was going through things emotionally because of her boss. And it was just turmoil, just snowballing. It was becoming too much when she said she had to step away, right? And in this industry, man, it's like you have to give so much of your time, so much of you. You have to actually personally be in it. You have to have, you know, some ends in the game to really, you know, be committed and to really put forth a good work, you know what I'm saying, to really be, you know, forward. And if you feel like you can't put in that work to, you know, be successful, then you're going to either fail or pretty much get traumatized and haze until you're out of the building, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they, like, yeah. force you to quit. And I guess they forced her hand on this situation. And, you know, me being the thinker that I am, you know, mama ain't raised no quitter, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I tried to be objective, but also had to have an opinion on, like, you know, why – what. This whole idea, like what thresholds are, and what like how much people can really go through before they, you know, say enough is enough. You know what I'm saying? No mas. And so I was yeah. thinking of the, you know, of course, the Robert Frost quote: um, two rows of birds in the woods, and I took the one less traveled by, and that's made all the difference. Mm. And I was thinking about that quote, and I say, wait a minute, this sounds like Robert Frost, like taking shortcuts. <laughs> and in the sense of Yo, from my perspective and what I've learned through my, my, my short 25 years here, man, is anything worth having, you're going to have to put a tremendous amount of work to get there, right? And these hurdles, these speed bumps that we come across in life, that they've been put there so we can overcome them and be better for it. But if we stop and say, you know what, I'm not going to jump this hurdle today. I'm actually just going to just stay here. Like, what does that do for the projections of your career, your professional career, in a sense of how far are you willing to go to reach, you know, the top or to reach whatever level of, you know, success or profession that you want to get? And so for this show, I'm thinking, man, the question I have for you guys is how much are you guys willing to sacrifice mentally, emotionally, and physically to succeed? Hmm. What are y'all thoughts, man? Let me know. Yeah, yeah, I can go first. I mean, I think... At the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, it's all based on what the goal is for me, right? Big picture, um, because what it takes to succeed in 2K or what it takes to succeed cooking some eggs, like it's like, ah, you know, it is what it is. But when you talk about my goals and what I really care about in life, right? The answer really is almost whatever it takes. Right. And where I start to draw the line is going to be around um, relationships with people. 
relationships with myself um, and making sure some of the fundamental principles that I stand on, I can always stand on, right? Like if I have to lie or cheat somebody out of something to get where I want to be, then I'm, I'm crossing that line. Because at the end of the day, I got to look at myself in the mirror. And when I get up to heaven, right, God going to be like, yeah, you know, you, you was up 500 mil, but, you know, you shitting on them little kids to get there. So, uh, the gates closed, bro. <laughs> like that ain't you know what I mean? Because I gotta I gotta live with myself at the end of the day. So for me, you know, I have a certain amount of prince a couple principles that I live by, um, that I try not to cross, you know, for any reason. Certain things just like being a good dude, that type of thing. But other than that, man, like if I gotta work on a Saturday, if I got I'm about to work right after this, if I gotta you know, travel, if I got to shake some hands, if I got to have some courage, if I got to lock in, if I got to whatever, I will, it's got to get done for me, whatever. I got you. What do you, what do you think about that, uh, Cam? So it sounds like Will saying I'll do anything but uh, throw away my morals, essentially. Right. Which I can, I can attest to that. Now, I probably say the same thing because I've actually done you know, my previous job, a lot of, you know, shit just working, right? Time, you know, energy, commitment to the to the game, you know. But then what the reason why I left was that morality piece. Like, you know, some days I did have to maybe tell a lie. Maybe I did have to put a little story together, you know. You know, maybe I had to do some things I wasn't proud of, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Got to, you know, get, stack that paper, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Game's the game. Don't hate the player, just hate the game, you know what I'm saying? But eventually just got to the point where I'm like, yeah, I can't be doing you know what I'm saying? Out of college, you got to do what you got to do to get, you know, a good baseline. But I knew it was something where it's like, I couldn't look myself in the mirror. So I'd have to agree with Will, man. I'm willing to really do whatever it takes as long as my morality and my principles don't fold under that, under that umbrella, right? Because at the end of the day, you could look up, be wealthy as hell, you know, living a lavish life, but nobody likes you. You ain't got no true friends. The people around you just only around you because of your success. You don't really want that at the end of the day. And that's why you see a lot of people that are that successful. They, you know, are struggling with mental issues or like, you know, they're depressed. You know, you'd be like, how's this motherfucker? He made, you know, five million. How's he depressed? How's he going through stuff? But it's a whole different side of the game. If you come about your wealth in a non-principled way or that's something against your principles, right? You know, it's, it's, it's almost like blood money in a way. I hate to use that term, but it's like, in that sense, you're doing stuff that's outside of your normal comfort zone and morality to obtain and achieve the goals that you want. And in a perfect world, what you want is that your goals are being obtained by things that you want to do and uh, morally you can support. You could, you know, help people and still come away on top. That's the goal, right? So in terms of what I'm willing to do, as long as it's with, I'm not breaking any principles or values that I hold, you know, near and dear to my heart and I'm not hurting people that are close to me. I mean, when it comes to work and all that stuff, I mean, that's just that's just the nature of the game. You're going to have to put in the work, the time, the energy, the sweat, the tears, you know, sacrifice trips, sacrifice going out, you know, sacrifice shopping and spending. If you got to get to that goal, you just got to get to that goal, whatever it takes. And I guess my, my follow-up question would be like, man, have you guys ever been in these situations where like, damn, work is really kicking my ass this week? Or like, damn, like, damn, another weekend I can't go out because I got to do this work and – you, yeah. you see it, you know, maybe like your work is affecting your personal life and then you can't do certain things that you normally do to, you know, bring, you know, happiness and joy to yourself. Yeah. Have you guys been in those situations where you're just like, 
damn, like, okay, this is a situation where I got to sacrifice another event to spend time with people that I want to enjoy to in order to do this job that maybe isn't emotionally fulfilling or isn't even paying me the right amount of ways, but this is what I got to do. Like, how do you guys get through those types of situations? You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, it's so much coming down on you, but you, you like I said, you still got to clock in, you still got to clock out. Like, how do you guys deal with that stress, that emotional pressure that comes with that. I would say, because I went through, you know, working in the car business, you work Saturdays, you know, so there's been many a Saturdays, mugs hit me up, like, yo, you trying to, you know, pop out, do this, do that, but I can't, or on a Friday, people like, you want to pop out, do this, do that, I can't, because I got to go to work. I think the one benefit, and you hit on, is like, the money, right, if the, if you're monetary, if you're getting paid, it's like, mm, I'm getting paid, and you know, I'm, they paying me well, Now it'd be a lot harder if they weren't paying me well, and I was just like, I'm not getting paid well and I'm working on the weekends. Yeah, that's tough. Working, but yeah. At from I would say for myself and for most people, it's all about a monetary like balance beam almost. Like it's like what if the money's there, you're gonna put up with a lot of stuff that you probably wouldn't normally put up with if the money's less, right? So the more money you make, typically the more stuff you're gonna put up with because you're like, well, they are paying me, you know, I gotta have to sacrifice some, you know, they don't pay the big bucks for people to just, you know do regular shit. I got to do above and beyond. I got to go above and beyond in my job. So I would definitely say you just look at your bank account every day in my line of work and just remind yourself what you're doing it for. <laughs> that's true. But I think that, that that's, that's too easy. So I think that like, if you take the example of somebody maybe who's trying to be an actor or actress, right? Or maybe a musician in some, some form of fashion, those types of industries, if you're not Denzel or if you're not somebody that we can name, right? You're not getting no bad, right? Like if you are a comedian and you performing at a little, um, a Thursday night event for tips and cash, you know what I mean? You're not getting no bad, but you might have to do that for five years before they know who Dave Chappelle is, before they know who Kevin Hart is or whatever. Um, and so in those times, right, that's where it gets more difficult. Where you got to say, shit, I got this event Friday night. I can't go out with y'all that same day because for me, this is work or whatever it is conflicts, but I'm not going to be getting a super big, a big bag today, but who knows, this might be the piece that's going to take me to whatever it is, or this is the 30th one I've done this year, right? Once I hit this, this is going to have my portfolio where it needs to be so that I can finish my binder and submit it off, right? Whatever it might be, but you're not getting paid mm. in that event. That's more difficult. That's that's more of a, a question you should be asking yourself in that situation. How do you not crack? I ain't doing it. Because a wise man once said, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. And that's that's the life, that's the motto I live by. That's the motto I live by. Yeah, niggas, niggas, <laughs> niggas only say that type of shit once they've gone through the building phase. Nobody says that shit because because everybody you ain't gonna name nobody who uh, got to where they were and wasn't like grinding a yeah, broke no, relatively yeah. up front, but they wasn't saying that shit up front. Relatively right. broke and broke. No, I, 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 I love the point you made, man. It's like being stranded in the desert and you're looking for water and all you see is sand, but you know you're going to get to the water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, you know that you're going to have to take this journey across this desert to, to reach wherever you want to go. And I feel like that's the hardest part because when you work in your ass off and you know that you want these lavish things, whatever that may be, a big house, nice car, be able to go on vacation whenever you please, you can't uh, you can't physically see that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. What is it? What is faith? Like believing in something that you can't see? It's oh, like, you can, yeah. faith, vision. Force yeah, it. but but it's like man, like right now, like I ain't gonna lie, I'm I'm making close to shit in this town, but you know, but I see the people who who I see my boss and I see their bosses and I'm thinking. 
well, shit, I'm trying to get there. If and it's and it sucks because man, sometimes I am working long hours and I'm thinking, damn, I'm spending more time in this building than I am in my fucking at my house or anywhere else, right? This is literally where I spend most of my life. And I'm thinking, like, damn, like, is, is the payoff going to be worth it, you know, in five, ten years? Because I can't see there, you know what I'm saying? I don't even, the thing is, you don't even know if you're going to get there, you know what I'm saying? You just betting on yourself that you're doing everything that you need to do in the, in the present to prepare yourself for that moment. And, like, when you can't see that moment, it's just like, well, am I doing this for nothing, right? And that's when, like, the whole emotional, mentally, like, it, it gets very challenging because when the days get longer and the nights get shorter and you back on that desk, 8 a.m. the next day, it's, it's hard to think about, you know, two, three, four years from now when you're actually doing the type of work that you want to be doing. When you're a young person, especially, right? Because everybody got in through the entry level, you know, most of us, right? Where we're going to, like, start literally from the bottom, from the front door, and try to work our way to the top of the building. And that's tough. And that's a lot of pressure for a young person because, like you said, you, it's, you have intuition that, you know what I'm saying, what you're doing is right but you don't know if it's going to pay off. Like none, none yeah. of us right now know what we're doing right now is what we're going to be doing in five years. You don't know if this is actually the thing that we've set, that we've set in stone that this is who we're going to be. We're, we're, we're hoping that it works out. You know what I'm saying? But in the yeah. meantime, when we going through this shit, when we're going through adversity, for me, a lot of times I'll be, I'll be personal with you guys. When I'm getting fucking yelled at at, at eight 30 in the morning or my boss is blowing up my phone for some bullshit. And I feel like, God damn, like, this guy is all on my fucking back. And I think about the Robert Frost quote, road less traveled by, shit. I feel like I took the road with the fucking most obstacles, the most hurdles, most challenges, a fucking mm -hmm. alligator pit. You know what I'm saying? I'll be fucking just swimming to stay alive sometimes, I feel like. And that definitely weighs down on me, like, mentally. And, like, I even, I'd be, like, anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Just like, ah, I got to do this shit again. You getting... Yeah. like that because we are working and we we're young people of course we want to do great we want to do a lot of you know good things stuff like that you want to i always want to show people who i am by my work right my work ethic right people say i want people to say patrick is a hard worker if anything right he's a hard worker he gets in early he stays late sometimes sometimes yeah right right right, right. unnecessary <laughs> but, uh, you know what i'm saying but it's like you know you're trying to build your professional like you know people you're trying to impress people you're trying to like build like the person who you're going to be you know for the rest of your life and it is a lot of pressure for young people. And I was thinking, like, to my friend who, like, you know, who who quit. I'm thinking, was she, like, did she just go through too much? You know what I'm saying? Was it was it too much for her? And then she said, well, I got to quit. Or was it more just, like, she gave up? And, like, I, I don't know. I feel like that's another conversation. Like, mm -hmm. it's too, when is too much too much? And when is it okay to quit? Like, what do you right. guys think about that? As as, so, I guess, as that segue, as, I, as that segue... The concluding statement for me, um, when, we when we start to talk about the quitting piece, is as you think about your situation, right? Like, why would you get shit on and go back in on a Monday? And then your friend, she gets shit on, or whoever gets shit on, and it's like, nah, this ain't it. Like, what's, the, what's the difference between these two people, right? Exactly, exactly. Because it's not like we saying this person is a bad person, right? right. Like that, I don't, I don't even know, sure. Like, I, it's yeah. probably fantastic, right? God, you know, God bless her. But um, we think about the, the difference. I remember hopping on the phone with you and you was talking about, you talk about your manager um, or your boss. I'm not gonna say his name or whatever, but you talk about how he started. He essentially said he started just like you did. Um, grinding, 
getting shit on, going through the day to day, right? But the position that he's in, right, is in a better spot where he, you talked about like the stuff he was able to do for his family, right? And then his boss, things like that. But the whole, the difference between you and who just quit is you got something to shoot for. You got a goal, you got a vision. It's Monday morning, I'm getting shit on or these things gotta happen or I gotta stay late because I'm working towards this, right? I'm in the pursuit. I know that this path can lead to something because other people have done it. But if you just on the path and you blind and you getting shit on, that's like walking outside in the rain when it's pitch black and it's like 30 or snowing and it's like cold as a bitch, you wet as fuck, it's cold as fuck, it's dark as fuck. If you don't know where you going, you turning your ass around. But if it's a street light at the end of the street or a serious saying, I know you can't see but 10 feet in front of your car, but I swear if you stay two miles on this road, you're gonna see exit 17B and you're gonna make that right turn. It's right. night and day in terms of the difference. And so a lot of the times, that's where we see people starting to quit, right? Where you gotta decide, okay, I don't know where I'm going with this and I'm getting shitted on. Like, for what? I think too. I agree with that point. And there's like, I think it's two sides to the coin. And the other side is not just looking into the future, but looking into the past. What past experiences have that person been through that gives them the confidence to overcome this current experience, right? And like you talked about it last episode when you were talking about like, you know, I'm used to this because my coaches were hard on me. My dad was hard on me. You know, I'm used to, you know, overcoming adversity, you know, obtaining goals. You know, I, I went to the weight room, I was pushing 135 and I got done, I was pushing 225. Like, so you've seen step-by-step results that led and it took hard work to get there, but not everybody went through that. You know, not everybody played as organized sport growing up or was involved in clubs where it was a lot of, you know, management and organization and collaboration and teamwork and pressure. So all those experiences in the past helped kind of give you a mindset moving forward into the future like okay i've been in this situation before this is just like xyz time we was down by 10 with two minutes left in the fourth and we needed to stop on third and eight let's go get this stop and let's go get this yeah. dub you know what i'm saying like it's just that certain mentality that and you see it in a lot of sales professional jobs where they go after athletes because they've been through adverse situations or you know whatever it may be because past experiences allow people to see things and say okay it's just like this. I know I can get through this. This ain't going to be the end of the world. There's, there's always something more for me to strive towards and gain. So I think not only having the foresight to see there's something out there, right. but past experiences help bring that to the to the table and everyone's and, had different experiences. And I also think, man, sometimes it's like, you know, I love the Derrick the Rose quote, you know, I'm built for this. Yeah. And I love that because, like, man, as brothers, you know what I'm saying, as, as you know, black man trying to, you know, strive and be like, you know, high-level professionals, it's like a lot of us are built for this. You know what I'm saying? We've, we've already overcome so many statistics and adversity growing up just by being in this space. Well, I feel like I can't quit because I got more to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I got the stakes are high right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's either you swim or you drown for me. And I feel like that's a, a luxury of like quitting is something that we don't have. Like that is literally – like for me to quit, you guys almost gotta you gotta either fire me or put a gun in my head for me to quit. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I've worked too hard to get here and to get to where I'm going. I, I ain't willing to sacrifice more. But because mm-hmm. like because like I look back, like I don't wanna go back to the, what I was doing before this. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I was I was a big fish in a small pond. Now so let now, me let me ask you something, Pat, because you you kind of have a perfect example too. It's like 
and Will kind of hit on is like, when is enough enough, right? And it could be a situation like how you were working yeah. at your previous job and you're like, you know what, this ain't really what, you know, I want to do or this ain't what I'm striving for. Like, when do you know, like, or like, how do you make that transition? Cause you don't, you don't like to give up on the things that you're working on, right? But you could have still been working in that company and missed out on this current opportunity that, you know, is way better for right. what you're trying to do. Right. I remember when I quit my first job when I was in sales and I was like, I knew that in, it, it wasn't, that is 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 this too much? I, my question was, is this enough? You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew mm. that I prepared myself. I was like, listen, dog, I could do this shit in my sleep. Like, I'm not, I'm too comfortable. I'm not challenging myself. Uh, I'm not really emotionally attached to the yeah. work that I'm doing. Um, what if, I ain't got no skin in the game. What, what, what am I doing here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what am I? Why, why would I come early and stay late for this? Why? So some people can get their CPAP filters? Hell no, I can care less. You know what I'm saying? So that was a that was more of like, man, I'm actually selling myself short mm. on how much I could go. And that's something that, like, as a young person, that's something that we probably need to realize a lot sooner, you know what I'm saying, than later. Yeah. I'm glad I realized so much sooner that I was selling myself short that I actually yeah. had a lot more left in the tank that I could do because, man, like, when you come out that's of college and get that first check, Man, you see the especially when you ain't been getting shit. Anything look good, right? Anything look good. You thinking, yeah, this is cool, man. Like, yeah, I'm. This is nice. I'm living comfortable. I'm shopping. I can take myself out to buy nice things. You know what I'm saying? Go out to eat and stuff like that. Yeah, I get the whole wheat bread now. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't shopping at you know this anyway. I'm not. I'm shopping at you know the nice places now. And so I think when I was. When I was a young guy, I was like trying to, you know, just get my foot in the door, just find like a decent career to start in. Then at first, yeah, of course it was challenging because it was new. But then once you got in, I was like, actually, no, I can actually do a lot more, you know, and challenge yeah. myself. And right now, what came, what you talked about, like how much am I willing to sacrifice? Man, I, I've been in so many hostile just conversations or just like, just emotionally, just probably like, you know, just getting yelled at, getting like, just getting grilled, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you did this wrong, this is wrong. Do this this way. Do how many times I gotta tell you? And it's just like, damn, like man, like shit's like you know, it's it's like all in my face. And like they're asking, do this, do that, do this. And you're just like, shit, I gotta write this down, write this down, do this, do this. I gotta yeah, call this yeah. person, set this dinner, set this meeting. And it's a lot. And I'm thinking to myself, like shit, like how am I even like functioning right now? But it's, it's something that happens to me at the end of the day when I'm driving home from work, and I just be like, I did that shit. Right, but ain't nothing wrong with putting it in hard work, bro. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I figured it out, and I did it. And I feel like that was something for me to be like, you know what? I'm going to come back tomorrow. (laughs) That's that's the thing. I think, you know, first, the difference between that first example and that second example is a perfect explanation of why it's okay to quit in certain instances, right? Where if you know, okay, on this path, if I put in a hard day's work, I took a step. I don't know how many steps I need to take, but right. that was a step. That was progress in some form of fashion. I think it's okay to quit when at the end, of you don't know if, if I got a goal and I'm working this path, I don't know if this path is actually going to help me get to that goal. Mm-hmm. Exactly in that first instance, I don't have no skin in the game. There's, I can do this, right? I'm not challenging myself. I didn't grow last week. I didn't grow yeah. today. Right, I know I got something that I need to shoot for, but like this ain't gonna get me there. Why am I doing this? And I remember when I was in that stand, in in that position, working for that company, I was, I was, you know, I, I want to see what I'm, I always think about. I want to see myself five, ten years, right? I look at my boss, who was like at the time like thirty eight. I was twenty three. 
I asked myself, do I want to be him? And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> right, like, I don't want to be this guy. You know what I'm saying? This is my superior. This is the next level for me. Exactly. He's 15 years older than me. I don't want to work and make the ways he's working. Like, no, I think I could do a lot better if I do something else, you know? And that mm-hmm. was that was me saying, hey, I know I'm very, very comfortable right now. This is a very secure job, but I'm not challenging myself. Where now, I am in a job where like I am literally challenging myself daily. But now it's coming with extra, you know, factors. It's coming with a lot of mental stress, a lot of physical stress. I'm tired all the fucking time, you know what I'm saying? And one of the things that I think has helped me, you know, get through this is, that, of course, like, I'm I play sports my whole life, but I'm happy that I was um, able to coachable. You know what I'm saying? I think being coachable is one of the best things you can be as a young person, right? Being able to take criticism and saying, hey, okay, how can I take this criticism, this feedback, and reapply it to my, my work profession and, like, get through the day and do better so I won't have to have these same conversations, right? Mm-hmm. And so now, like, when my boss tells me something, I, I listen because I'm like, listen, if he repeats this, then I'm going to get, like, grilled. So let me, like, hone in on the, on the small details right now. And I think it's actually been making me a better professional because I, I, pay, I pay attention to like a lot of smaller things. Like, things just don't slip under the rug for me anymore. Like, no, nah, like, this actually has to be handled, like, prompt, yeah. you know? And I think that is making me a better professional. But I think, man, me being coachable and being able to take the criticism and the yelling and the screaming sometimes, and especially right. sometimes in front of other people, my peers, and you just like, fuck. But then it's like, all right. It's like, you know, when you were DB and, like, they – First quarter, and they throw a bomb on you. The guy scored a touchdown. All right, next play. Come on, get your head, get your head back up. Yeah. Next play. You know what I'm saying? And that's a lot of time it is for me. It's like, all right, I fucked that up. There's like 20 other things I got to get through today. So let's try not to fuck these up. But for me to like get through these things, I got to have, I got to be on my game. I can't be dwelling on what I already like messed up. Like, no, it's, it's, right. it's right. looking towards the future. And it's like, for people, and I'm saying like, when it's like, because man, honestly, no bullshit. Like, I could have quit. Like, Months ago when I was, like, very, like, getting verbally abused, you know what I'm saying, on the desk, you know, just, it was a lot for me, but I was just, like, I'm built for this. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, and I, th- I also take it as a challenge. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, especially, I feel like at a point my boss was trying to see if I was uh, good enough or he was maybe trying to weed yeah. out the week, you know? Yeah. And I, I know I got this edge on me, man. Like, like no, nah, man, you're not going to punk me. You're not going to push me around. I'm going to prove myself. And I feel like that's because I constantly have something to prove. You know what I'm saying? Coming right. Yeah. Back that's now, that I'm goal. Like, that's that goal. Like, I, I want to prove everybody wrong so I can prove myself mm-hmm. right. And I, I, that is one of the great feelings when you actually do do the work and then you actually accomplish, you know, those short-term goals to, you know, that they get you through the week or whatever, like get you mm-hmm. through the quarter. And that you see progress in yourself. Because I look back at where I was three months ago, I didn't know a damn thing. But now yeah. I look at myself now and I'm actually like, honing in on my skills, I know what the fuck is going on. And that yeah. brings a level of confidence to me now, right? Now I'm walking mm. the halls with a little bit more swagger because I know what's going on. I know what to anticipate, what to expect. But mm. when you like first when you're going through some things in the beginning, you think about quitting all the time because it's so fucking hard. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're doing something that's new. And I think just being a resilient person is something that like, of course that all of us try to be, but like really keen on to see like how much like BS you can take, it's, it's, it's so important. And, and I know, like, years from now when I'm, you know, I'm an agent and whatnot, and I look back on this, I'm be saying, well, these were the exact moments that made me into the professional I am today. Because if I wasn't able to get through that, 
I'm not going to be able to get through clients yelling at me or screaming at me or they're pissed off at me for whatever reason, right? So, yeah. I mean, you kind of got to have that long-term, like, thinking mentality of, like, yeah, let me pay my dues right now so I can reap the benefits of this later on. But paying your dues, people don't talk about it like that. That's a lot well, of that's the, and that's the, that's when you talk about your coworker, that's what comes to mind is the exact opposite, right? Where how, if you getting shitted on, right? Like why take another step when you don't have the vision, when you don't know what you're doing, right? That's another time in my opinion where it makes sense to quit, right? Like if you don't even know what the goal is, how are you supposed to move in a direction? Everything's going to be awful, right? Or at least that thing, right? And so I think that that's one time where people need to quit. You got to reassess. You got to figure out what that goal is because on the, what the, one of the worst things that could happen when people don't take time to do that because people never take the time to sit back and, and learn about their goals or figure out what really it is, is you end up just chasing money, right? And, right. and not, even, not even for something, you chase money out of fear, actually. Right, where the answer to everything, I'm getting shitted on. I need more money. I am uh, not where I'm. Ha- I'm not happy in my relationship with my family. I need more money. Uh, I'm not. I don't like this task. I need more money. I'm not living in the right location. I need more money. But then, when you really sit back and understand why you're chasing this money, a lot of the times it was just because it was, you know, money cre- can create more choices. But you never knew what you cared about in the first place. And so, when a lot of right. when people have that, because there's a certain point in time where enough, when you have a certain dollar amount. Well, you got enough to do a lot of things, most things in life. And then you get to that point and it's like, now, nigga, I did all this work. I'm not even happy because you didn't know right. what you wanted in the first place. So, and and that's now you burnt true, every bridge you had. <laughs> and, but and just to go off that, Will, it's like, do you think like just society overall, like almost overworks us intentionally to like weed, weed us out to see who actually uh, wants it? They overwork you know, us. Because yeah. when you think about it, in any, any profession, whether you work in accounting, entertainment, or, you know, a healthcare profession, you're going to have to, like, they tell you, you're going to have to put in a lot of grind. Law school, you're, law school be a lawyer, you got to put a lot of grind. Medical school, be a doctor, you got to put a lot of grind. It's going to be hard, it's going to be difficult. Do you think society, like, almost, like, overworks us to, like, I feel like they go sometimes, maybe they go over the top to see, like, to try to break young people and work is to see if they really want to be in, like, a, t- a certain profession. Like, is that right for me to, like, to kill myself through my 20s just so I can, like, reap those benefits in my 30s and 40s? Like, is that right? Like, maybe that's – maybe the system is actually kind of fucked up and it's not actually the young people. So, well, like, I'm it's, curious to think, like, it's definitely the system, but it's just because the system was built off hard work and making <laughs> less than what you deserve. So that's where the system was built. It's capitalism. Like, if you think about other countries, right, most people, like, uh, international students, I don't know if you had any international students that came over, like, in college or whatever, but, like, they, it's just, like, a different pace over here, like, in terms of just, like, you know, I need to get a job. I need to get a house. I need to get a family. I need to get a car. I need to get this. I need to get that. And the only way you can do that is by working in whatever industry you work in and then maximizing every dollar that you can spend. So the amount of work that you got to put in for certain industries, I mean, the higher payer the industry, the more work you're going to have to put in. That's just how it works. I mean, you can yeah. go get a job. I can get a job right now at McDonald's up the street. And I mean, that's not, that's not going to be that hard. It's not going to pay me what I need to be paid in order to accomplish the goals I want to accomplish. Right. Those right. goals are come from society though, right? Why is it important to have a, a nice house and a nice car? Because society tells me that's what I need to have, right? And there's other people that can be happy with not having that. 
But the majority of people, if you ask them, would you like a nice house and a nice car? People are like, hell yeah, I want a nice house. Okay, so you're gonna have to put in about 60 hours a week to get that for the next five years. Are you willing to do that? Nah, I'll just have a nice car and an okay house, or you know, whatever, you know, like, or I'll just get, I'll just lease, <laughs> you know, something like that, you know. There's always some way to cut corners, but really, society puts a lot of pressure on 20 year olds because of student debt. That's really what it is. You motherfucker, you see that bill? If you went to school, right? and you see the bills flying in each year and you see your statements for your loans getting bigger and bigger, that's gonna cause you enough stress off that. Forget the car in the house. Nigga, you won't even be able to apply for a credit card if you got $200,000 in debt, you know what I'm saying? So like that to me in the recent years has been the biggest driver for why you're seeing uh, you know, more stress from young people, people you know, trying to clamor to get all these high paying jobs because you put, you're starting in a hole, you're starting by the race. You starting 200 laps behind somebody else, you know, that was afforded certain luxuries. So it's just that constant stress and pressure. Like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. And we watched a YouTube video, especially in minority households. Some kids are the first ones to get through college. So in that household, there's certain expectations on you. Cause you'd be like, Oh, my baby, you know, first one to graduate from school. Like, you know, she got a good paying job. She's going to be able to help, you know, now it's like, now it's time to kick in, you know, help us out. So it's a lot of added pressure on people especially right. at a younger age now to make sure that they're pushing to get, you know, the American dream and to be able to, you know, satisfy their, you know, initial financial goals. And sometimes you get lost in like all that, right? You just get lost in it because you think your goals are one thing, but actually your true goal may be something else, but you're polluted with the, the capitalistic mentality right. of like, I need to get this because this is what's been told to me since I was, you know, 10 years old or, this is what I've been seeing, you know, on TV and you know, social, media. social media and all that stuff. Yeah, now, I completely agree. I completely agree. I mean, I think that social media aspect or just media, yeah, media. right, uh, is one of the biggest drivers of it because you got all of these bills coming in left and right. And it could be student loans, but it's going to be pressure in general. It's always been pressure, but now you got the pressure and then the constant images daily not just once not just once a week every time you pick up your phone your homie in santorini greece your homie driving up somebody in the music video with the bmw or the ashton martin whatever it is but you're seeing that 100 times a day and then you got bills and then right. you got so you know what i mean because it was always bills nigga. niggas i mean right. even if you go overseas nigga, the, the crop gotta come in you know what i mean like yes. it's always it's always been that pressure because you you gotta eat whatever it is that, yeah. that added image of, you know, my neighbor, my roommate, my cousin, my partner, my ex, whatever it is, whoever, it's always everywhere, bro. Everywhere. That pressure in everyday life. Um, and that just uh, bleeds over. And then, and then you get lost in it. I think that yeah. that was the most important point, right? When you get told what your goal is. The one thing that society doesn't pressure us to do is figure out what we care about. Right. Right, like why are you grinding, right? Like to be in the entertainment industry, right? You want to have choices in life. You want whatever you want to do. That's what you grind for. And then you choose the path. That's what the whole quote of the Robert Frost quote is about. The one less travel because it was his goddamn goal. You're not supposed to, if it's your goal, why would other people walk with you every step of the way? People might think your role might be, you know, you might got to go take I-80 to I-94 for a little bit and walk with some niggas and be, you know, be down Main Street for a little bit. 
but it's your path. It's going to be you. That's your goal that's going to get I, you there. I, I think you just hit the nail on the hammer, man. It's like, yo, it's like, if you're doing something that you genuinely care about, you most I think most times not, you're going to be willing to put forth the effort, the extra work to like, you know, man. we're going to work on the weekends, you know what I'm saying? You're going to put a little extra work in on your time off because if anything, you, if anything you're holding on to your craft, you're practicing your craft, you know what I'm saying? You're just building yourself more. And I think that was the thing for me is like when I'm thinking when I'm at work and all I'm thinking about is getting home, like racing home. Like I can't get I can't wait to get the fuck out of this building. Right. I feel like, man, maybe I'm not supposed to be in this building. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that could be something that I I cause I remember when I was working for that company, I first my first job out of school, I was like, at once that clock hits five fifty nine, I'm lining up at the door. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm, I'm running out. Like, oh, I'm gone. Don't ask me to do nothing in the last 5, 10, 15 minutes. Nope. Peace out of here. I'm, I'm out. And it's right. like, that's when you realize, yeah, like, I'm actually wasting my time. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not something worthwhile. But now it's like, shit, I'm reading scripts on the weekends. I got to read scripts during the week. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to put in the extra time. But this, but it's different now because I told myself this is what I wanted, and this is actually where I want to be. And so when, it, when the work does get tough, I remind myself, well, nigga, this is exactly what you asked for. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, I gotta, I gotta have that conversation with myself. You know, when, when the work does get tough, I think about where I was and how unhappy I was just doing meaningless, meaningless work to myself. Yes. Now I'm, I'm doing big, work man. that's worthwhile. I'm making a difference. People are getting jobs. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm part of this. I'm part of this process. I'm part of this team. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm. And I remember when I first came to UT, I was like, yeah, I just want to be a part of something that's, that's bigger than myself, but also has, like, it's, it's, it's like that buy-in mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I can buy into this company and these people that work here, this shit, you're going to get the best Patrick Johnson Monday through Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to get the best version of myself. And that's literally what I try to do because I've bought in. Trust me. I've, I've signed the papers. I've, I've bought it. <laughs> but mentally, I have too, though, because now I'm really, like, I'm repping my team, man. You know what I'm saying? We all the way. <laughs> and it was because, no, it was because, like, of course, I think part of it is sometimes when, when young people uh, get into jobs in, in certain industries, you look, to, you look towards leadership, right? And it's so important to have good managers, good bosses, good executives, right, who, who come and talk to you, come say hi. Man, listen, like, the CEO of the company, the, the, the partners, they'll talk to me. Like, you know, I yeah. have a word with me. That means something because these guys are, you know – seven, eight figures, you know what I'm saying? To talk to somebody to, because I know their time is valuable, but for them to talk to me, I know that that's, that, that means a lot. And so when you're working in industries where maybe it's not a lot of team environment going on, and it's a lot of just, you know, egos in the room, it's hard for a young person to buy into, yeah, why am I doing this? Everybody's out here doing it solo anyway. I should just, you know, do my own thing. But when you can find a, a, a team or a company that, that's working together, you feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. And the work, yeah, the work is tough, but it's it's rewarding because, first of all, you see everybody else working their ass off too. So it's not just you. That's something else. And when I and I remember when I, when I first got to the company and I was leaving like at 6.30, 6.45, I looked around, I saw all the other sisters staying there. I was just like, damn, do I stay? I need to maybe stay maybe look 20 minutes later. Right. I go. I beat. I beat everybody in the morning. Though I'm the first one in the office for sure. Like they let us know. Take first one in the building. But man, it's it's that competitive edge because also it's like these are also the people I'm competing against to get you know promoted. You know, and I see that I 
these are my peers and I gotta outwork them. And like I said, I feel like when you like you like you said, well, when you have a goal and you actually commit yourself to that goal and yeah, the work the, the work is tedious and the work is hard, but you keep swimming, bro. You stay afloat because you see the end goal. And I, you know, I, before we get off the subject, I end with this, man. I say, uh, I come into work sometimes, man, and yeah, I got a suit on. My suit probably like a hundred dollars altogether, or hundred fifty dollars, you know, plus shoes, probably two hundred, whatever. My boss comes in with probably a thousand dollar suit on. He comes in with a brand new car. He comes in with a big house. I said, I look at him. Now I look at him. I was like. Yeah, I want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At first, I was just forget that's job. No, I don't want to be him. No, I look at that guy and I'm like, yeah, I, I want to be that guy. That is exactly he's he has about the same car for my mom. Yeah, I want to be that guy. But mom, I want to be that guy. And so when yeah, I'm man. putting in the work, I'm looking at him. I'm just like, yeah, like I'm 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 catching you. I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. now it's something that actually that I want to do, and yeah. I, it's someone who I want to be. Before it was like, no, nah, I'm actually just doing this for a check in the meantime just to get through. But like now it's actually worthwhile. And uh, hopefully I stay committed and I keep working hard so I do reap the, you know, the fruits of all this labor that I've been doing. And this, and for everybody who's like a young person who's starting off in a new career, a new profession, a new industry, or whatever it may be, yeah, yeah you're, you're working on the bottom floor, but shit, you're in the building. And so that comes with something. So like this, I think to stay focused. I think you brought up a good edit. point too, Pat um about and you said about the company i think it's support systems too right like when is it time to leave maybe if that support system at your current jobs not taking you where you need to go right? right and then that could work conversely too maybe your personal support systems like why are you even at that job in the first place right. you know right so whatever your goal is you got to be in line with you and be like yeah this is what i want to do and if you have a good support system with you that's bought in and likes behind you it makes it that much easier Right. And then conversely, if you're in the job and your support systems trying to tear you down or like tell you this ain't it or whatever it may be, that can also, you know, hinder like what you're trying to do within that profession too. So why, I think why, why play on a team where you don't like your, your teammates? You know what I'm saying? Right. Something like so, that. Exactly. Right, right. Because that path ain't gonna help you get there. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, for me, I think, you know, you definitely gotta take care, you definitely gotta, you definitely what Here's the, here's the quote. Let's put it into perspective, right? You can't want to be a rainmaker if you don't like the mud, right? You got to like the mud. It's going to get muddy if you, you know, if you're going to be a rainmaker, right? And so it's really two levels of it. Like there's the outside what other people see of you and you got to be okay with that journey, that path, the mud, as long as you're trying your best, right? Keep reevaluating, keep doing what you're doing, but play the long game. You're going to get kicked. You're going to get knocked down way more than you have successes. And you got to be okay with that if you're giving it 100%, right? But then on the other side, it's you looking in that mirror at yourself every day. You can try to hide the mirrors, but you, right. you, you go to sleep every day, right? And you had them dreams and you hear your subconscious. You can't hide from that. And so at the end of the day, in the morning, you got to be cool with who you are as a person, Sunday to Monday, Tuesday, or every day. Right. And what you're doing with certain principles and being and being OK with the fact that you got certain things you stand on and you got goals and you a human being and you're doing your best. And then professionally, just go out and just just grind. You just grind. Nigga. That's just what it is. That's what it is. <laughs>